Hey guys, my name is Destiny. And my name is Megan. And we're two black girls. At a predominantly white institution. Trying to survive. At a predominantly white institution. And here's latest tea. At a predominantly white institution. <laughs> Hello. Hi. It is Megan. And Destiny. And we are live from New York City. Live from New York City. I have COVID. Destiny Armstrong has COVID. <laughs> so I received my test result this morning. And I was at work. Um, and as I was saying, Megan, my knees got weak, body got weak. I was just like, was astonished that that was actually me and my results. Um, but I'm home, isolated, and we back. Yes, we are back. Um, today's episode is going to be about the famous topic of vaccine hesitancy. I'm more than sure that a lot of you have heard those two words put together since COVID-19 vaccines have became available in the United States. And what a perfect time to talk about it since Destiny is COVID positive. I was COVID positive in yeah. July. Um, everybody and their mother is COVID positive in New York City. And this whole right vaccine. Now, yes. Yes. With Omicron. <laughs> it's December 28th. We're about 8th. to go into the new year. And um, Omicron is at its like, it's a variant of COVID that's like literally like just like taking New York by a storm. Like literally everybody that I personally know in my age group has COVID-19 or has had it in the past couple of months. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what comes with the COVID comes with the topic of being vaccinated or not. And it's been like very political. Um, so Megan took the initiative to start this episode to see like where everyone is with their vaccination status. Mm -hmm. um so uh yeah so we interviewed like 15 to 20 um people they were all black youth just like our previous episode so everybody like ranging from like maybe 18 to like 28 something like that um people who are eligible for the vaccine and ha have been eligible for the vaccines in the united states for a while and um we asked them did you get vaccinated and this is what they had to say yes no yes no i'm not did get vaccinated. No. <laughs> I get vaccinated, yes. Absolutely not. Yes. Fully vaccinated with the booster. If you want to know details, I actually have had both Pfizer's and Moderna. So, as you guys can hear, as you guys have heard, um, there was a lot of people that had yeses and there was a lot of people that has noes. Um, I am vaccinated. Um, I'm vaccinated as well. As you guys heard, there was a lot of people that were like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm vaccinated. And there was a lot of people that were like, hell fucking no, I'm not vaccinated. Which I think is, like, important to speak about. Because I've, and I don't know about you, Destiny, but I've been in spaces. Well, I work in, I work in science, right? And I work right. in infectious disease at that as well. And I've been in spaces where people have just been saying, Correct statements about the virus and just incorrect statements about the virus. And like me, I, I've been in the middle where I've been like just kind of like just trying to understand why the sides are so polarized. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when the fact of the matter, I see this pandemic as like black and white, like it's just like legitimate, like biology, virology, like right. this is how right. it operates. But this shit has become literally so politicized. It's become so politicized to the point where the science does just doesn't even matter anymore. For and that sure. like kind of like breaks my heart. <laughs> I know. And I think this like you are in a space. It's like such a beautiful thing and like a privilege that you're in a space of science, I feel, because you're always kind of you're educating yourself about COVID and beyond that. And people around you are talking about it. And you're like 
really just like with resources that break down COVID, break down vaccines. Like you, like I can come to you with any question. You can like tell me like what the hell's going on. But I think some people that are like in spaces like far from that is yeah. when that hesitancy starts to build up. 100%. Because maybe they just like don't have the time to like, you know, understand what's going on, understand these variants, understand what COVID actually is, understand like what a vaccine really does and like really yep. means. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so tough. And like, that's when I'm like, oh, people are, like unvaccinated. And then they kind of say like, Hmm, I don't trust the government. Hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. This incentive, free pizza. Then they're like, so then it's like that kind of side of the argument. But it's like you're in a space that's like you can educate yourself, and like you, I feel like it's like crystal clear for you for why you should get vaccinated and like what COVID actually is and like what you should do and like those protocols. So it might be like hard to like understand like, but you also understand why people are not getting vaccinated. Yeah, so like that's also just a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, definitely. And, like, before Dusty and I even hopped on this call, we were, like, it's a beautiful thing to be able to, like, sympathize with, like, literal, literally both sides, right? And to an extent, empathize, right? Like, everybody has the ability to sympathize, but whether or not if you have the ability to empathize is the real question. Like, can you, like, go in this person's shoe and be like, I can genuinely feel where you're coming from, right? And I feel like we both have that ability. I have the ability to sympathize and empathize with the people who are for vaccines because i know how a vaccine works i know how it works in the body you know i've been taught that science right so i'm like it's not it's not a big question mark to me like how it may be to some other people like how you said Mm -hmm. and i'm also able to empathize and sympathize with this and i'm speaking for the black population because i don't i I can't really like sympathize or empathize with the white population that's anti-vax i'm not too sure what's going on in their minds but like in for our youth and like for people like ourselves who are hesitant about the vaccine. I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. And I, I do, you know, you know, I do, I do the um, vaccine hesitancy talks with um, a pediatrician uptown at, in Harlem. And like the majority of the people that we speak to are people of color in New York city. And a lot of them are just like genuinely like, literally it's like, I'm talking to my family, like, or like I'm talking to you guys. Like when you guys ask me questions about the virus and I'll be like, Y'all, y'all aren't afraid. You, you, you don't. It's not that you don't believe in the science. It's not that you're scared of the science. It's like you just genuinely don't trust the government. And as a black person in America, you have literally every freaking reason to not trust the government. You know what I'm saying? I completely understand this, and I think that's what a lot of people are trying to highlight during their interviews with us. Like a question that we did ask them was, are you more uncomfortable with the science behind the vaccine or the government telling you what to do? And here are some of the responses. I'm uncomfortable with how they're trying to enforce it. And I also think that it doesn't make logical sense. What doesn't make sense to me is why we're having an increase of cases, but yet the city is open at 100% capacity. It seems a little bit contradicting. And I'm also not comfortable with, um, you know, like the state or official workers offering pizza and money incentives to people of uh, lower classes in order to get vaccinated. No, I just, I find it weird why the government is pushing this this vaccine on everybody, you know. They have so many incentives, like $100 and stuff like that. You get a scholar, you get put in the raffle for a scholarship. It's just weird why they're doing all of that. Because my, this girl that I know, her dad got the vaccine, got COVID and died. He was an elder, he was an elder man and died from covid so make it make sense that's how i feel being a history major like i know all of like the ways that the government like tried to sterilize black women in particular that 
just like knowing that that really did happen and no one was held accountable like that's just always in the back of my mind and that isn't the reason why it's part of the reason but it's not going to be the reason why I don't get it because I know I have to and I should but I that's definitely the reason why like I paused when it first came out I was like I don't know about that I would say for me it's definitely a mixture of both I feel like there are a lot of people whether you work in medicine science whether well, I don't really care. There's a very long history of the misuse of the black body in medicine. And I feel like I've also, I mean, personally, I've had like negative encounters just with like um, medical professionals when I go to doctor's offices and stuff. So the science part of it is uh, kind of a part of it. And then also just looking at the way that the government has been enforcing it, you can't, uh, the way all of the politicians have been talking about the vaccine and what they're doing to enforcing it within, like, even just for inmates in prison to lower classes. It's just, it doesn't, no one can tell me that that shit is right. And then I'll analyze who exactly is giving me this this drug, because that's exactly what it is. It's a drug, and it's, it's I feel it's unsafe, especially with the history towards my people. Like, I don't, I don't, really don't understand how is this even a question for Black people. Honestly, I think that that speaks volumes to our, um, what you call it when a nigga kidnap you and now you want to state Stockholm Syndrome. Exactly. You feel me? Like, I feel like we feel obligated. You know what I'm saying? Like, we feel less than Americans <laughs> if we don't get that shot. Or we feel like we're the cause of everybody getting sick. And it's obvious that they they, they marketing it towards us. And I feel like that's another red flag. Like, I, I really find it crazy that people is actually considering to take this vaccine. Like, like even the whole focus around it, like Joe Biden got in and shit went straight to the vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. What happened to the two bands that he was supposed to send? <laughs> Yo, they be lying like... <laughs> and people... That's the, the, the sad part is not that people that they be lying because they're politicians, right? They're foxes and they're wolves, right? So you su- you're supposed to know how the fox and the wolf move. The the sad part is that our black dumbasses keep falling for it time after time after time after time up again. And then here we are, 2021 niggas gonna ask me if I'm gonna take a shot from the same government that stole me. Get the fuck out of here. They never tried to help me before. All of a sudden now, you have my health in mind? Come on, y'all gave me sugar. Y'all gave me crack. Y'all gave me meat. Y'all gave me cheese. And now you trying to tell me you got the cure. I would be boo-boo the fool if I go put that shot in my arm. People, a lot of people actually, like, weren't afraid of the vaccine itself, but more so just, like, the government telling them what to do. But, like, what I try to tell is, is like, this isn't political. Right. It has become political, but the virus itself, like that little that RNA virus that enters your body through your nose has no politics to it. This is not a target against white people. After you get sick, you subsequently dying at higher rates than white people is a medical failure, is a healthcare failure. But I have an argument in the other direction. Um, so my thing is, you're, you don't trust the government and you don't want to get this because you think that it may be harmful to you. But also, if we take a step further, like if you don't get it and you get sick, isn't healthcare worse to you than our government can be right now with this vaccine? At face value, like our society and our healthcare system, we look for like triggers 
for things that people say and things that people look like to then decide the type of care that they're going to get. I think the best example is like, there's this like these lab levels for getting a kidney transplant and there's a different level like threshold for people who are black and people who are not. There's an African-American threshold and it has prevented so many people from getting kidney and liver transplants. Trust, trust a vaccine versus trust people that are potentially racist to care for you. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know. Facts. But what do we know? We know that you, as a black person getting hospitalized, unvaccinated, you're at risk for being treated unfairly in hospital, right? We know that hospitalization can be racist, right? We know that that's a fact. You've seen that on television. You've seen that live with your eyes. If you are assuming, you're guessing that you don't know how this vaccine works, then you're putting yourself in jeopardy to actually experience something that you do know how it works, which is racism in medicine, right? And that's where I say, stop. Like, that's where I'm like, guys, you guys are making up a whole bunch of conspiracy theories. They could be true. They could not be true. We actually don't fucking know, right? We'd have no idea. But what we do know is that if you do fall ill and you have to go to the hospital and you are black, you are way more likely to not make it back home. You are way more likely to be treated unfairly. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, from simple evidence that I have with like my brother being on the verge of going to the hospital because of his symptoms, being unvaccinated, like he was down so bad. Like literally couldn't breathe, couldn't walk, super weak. Like all those symptoms were like at the verge of like literally having to go to the ambulance. Mom and dad, literally chilling on the couch, some light body aches you know, maybe a little sniffle, like that is just like legitimate evidence that I feel like people who have been vaccinated have not faced traumatic symptoms. And I feel like that's also something that you can just like use to help you push your thinking to be vaccinated. People we recorded, vaccinated or not, expressed if anything would make them less hesitant towards the vaccine. And this is what they said. I think like acceptable. I say just like make it more public, like give me like like when I open up my when I open up my phone, like I just see like political stuff. Like I want to see like you know stuff about science. Like what is the processes that y'all going through to make the vaccine? Like what is like give me the the cold hard facts. Like instead of trying to tie it to political things or like having political people say it. Infographics could really drive this. For the whole black community as a like as a whole, I think they would have to take their time. The medical community and the government take their time to working to get our trust. But for now, I think the the fastest thing that you can do is just show you the results honest to God. Just like put somebody who's our age and be like, I had COVID. I almost died. Here's my experience. Look at me at a vet. Like if you like, I think for our age, at least people think like they're invincible. Like there's 22 year olds, 23 year olds who swear to God that they can't get sick. And if they do, they swear to God that they won't go in a hospital or Going to vet, even going to the hospital is like tra- like it's a lot. It's a very traumatizing experience, and even if you don't go on a vet, and I think kids like people that are our age feel like we're so healthy that we won't get sick. Not so I think that. they yeah. show it if they show a twenty five year old, an eighteen year old that got sick and like had to go through this. I think the shock would be like, all right, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not getting sick. I don't want that. So I would just say is more mine is more regards to the enforcement and knowing if the statistics that they're even providing are accurate. Mm-hmm. If I'm being completely honest right now, it doesn't seem like they could do anything that would 
make me less hesitant just because of the way they're promoting it. For example, there's certain places where you could enter if you're vaccinated, but if you're unvaccinated, you have to show a 72-hour negative PCR test. But in reality, we all know that vaccinated people are able to contract and also spread it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's almost like we're, we're allowing 50 vaccinated people to come in here. We don't know their status at all. And then, you know, we're blaming this unvaccinated person and saying we need to be safe, which is, which is, once, which is once again contradicting. So I feel uh, maybe I'll be less hesitant when they start to make a little bit more sense. I didn't really think about it a lot just because it was like there's this virus going around, killing a lot of people. There's this one thing that can help save you from it and can protect you from other like from getting it and giving it to other people. So like, why not get it? Oh, I was pretty excited. Um, I had been looking forward to the vaccine getting pushed to my uh, my demographic, my age group, because I really wanted to go outside and I felt like I really needed it to feel comfortable going outside and being around my friends and around other people. So I was never really hesitant now. But what a lot of people don't know is that there's been research on like SARS vaccines for years now. So this is not something that just came out of the blue. It was something that was heavily researched and was modified to, you know, deal with COVID and that virus specifically. But I wasn't scared of it at all because there had been so many people who've had the vaccine prior to me with no sort of like repercussion or bad after effects. So even though it wasn't like FDA approved at the time or anything of that nature, I never felt like, you know, scared by it or intimidated to take the vaccine. If anything, I felt like it was a privilege and I was really glad that I was able to get it as early as I was like able to because a lot of um, communities still can't get the vaccine to this day, which is very sad. It's sad that, like, of all the people I interviewed, 80% of the people who were here hospitalized for a long time, they're all people of color. I've spoken to literally, like, a population number, like, a large population number in the thousands. And literally in the thousands, over, like, 600 of them are people of color. It was, of course, communities of color seeing longer hospitalizations and more severe cases of COVID. And those are the pop- that's the population I'm speaking to. And it's sad to be, like oh, my COVID got so bad because I thought it was just giving flu symptoms. And then a month later, when I didn't get checked up, I had severe bronchitis. You know what I mean? It's just like, it goes like from A to B so fast because of our mistrust in hospitals and doctors. Yeah, I think what I'm going to say might resonate a lot with people who are bilingual and speak any type of language, like children of immigrants. I know that was very challenging for me and my sisters talking to our parents in the beginning because you're digesting all these new um, terms and all this new vocabulary in English, point blank. But then you go home and your parents are like speaking about their concerns, about their fears, and you have to somehow sound educated enough to convince them of what you know. And I'm not telling you, oh, go go get vaccinated and don't ask no questions and just, you know, accept anything that they throw at you. But I'm also telling you to do the work and like to look into why it's important to get vaccinated or why it's why it's detrimental to other people if you don't. Yes, I would like to say that I have I have thought about taking a vaccine or a number of times just because I feel that I'm being restricted in what I can and cannot do. But I think that I'm going to stay strong to what I believe in and I get it anyway because, you know, I would hate to, to get this vaccine and in 10 years, you know, if you took the Pfizer vaccine and developed mesolivioli, <laughs> you know. Like, a white American is different. Like, 
because you know they they they're like you're almost like you're born into shit like if, if you're a white person and you've been living in america most likely like your parents are going to be doing okay or you know having some type of money so you just feel like you have the right or to do shit and that's why i just don't trust them with shit like i don't trust white people with shit any like i just don't trust i know blood they say a black person made the vaccine and all that but white people are the you know the real face of this government shit there, there was a white person who you know said yeah this, we can release the vaccine to everybody you know all that shit i just don't trust it right? anything that has to do with white people i don't trust it. i'm sorry i think that over even over saving life that like america and the government is greedy like they want money oversight they they can save if they could had a choice to get richer or save lives they would get richer a lot of people like also like what we asked them was whether or not if was it more fear in the science or was it more fear in the government telling you what to do and and i feel like a lot of them had to say it was like the government it wasn't even about the science which was telling and like reassuring for me because i was like okay it's not like people don't believe in the science it's like they don't believe in the government which i don't believe in the government so i'm like okay <laughs> i yeah i think it's definitely like less it's definitely the government than science at the end of the day if someone needs surgery if someone's sick they're going to the hospital like you're not going to be like i literally don't trust science like i know you're going to the hospital because you're going to get treated because you trust what we're about to do to you like that's a fact and if, you, and if you're really against that then that's like a different story but I think the government and the way they are advertising it is wild. And this is where it comes to, like, we've just never seen this before. It's like all these commercials, get boosted, free Metro card, you get a pizza, $100 for you. And it's like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Like, this is just for a shot. This is for one shot. This is for, like, a vaccine. And that's when I think it's come like, hmm, that sucks. Like, when is the government actually ever pushing for the better for us? If you guys have any questions, anything, reach out to me. I will try my best to answer. Um, this is something that's like really important to me. And this episode means a lot to me. So thanks to everybody who helped. Um, and I hope that we had a good conversation. I think we did. Yeah. Thanks, sister. All right. Of course. Thanks, thanks sissy. Bye. Feel better. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>